We like to thank. We like to thank the turtle people for the land we meet on today. Welcome back, Couchies, to the Couch Commentator. This is episode 66, Bringing Home the Chocolates. I'm Jake Thomas, and I'm here with co-host Greg Geese. What up, Greggy? What up, Jake? I'm ready to bring home the chocolates with you. I'm ready to pull out a good performance, Couchies. Absolutely. It was course Easter round, round six. It was uh, a round of many chocolates. Unfortunately, the Broncos didn't bring home the chocolates, Greg. They did not. It was disappointing. <laughs> we were together. We were together. We, we were. I brought myself to you in the form of I was I was the chocolates for you, I guess. I yeah, the absolutely. Thing. The only chocolates I got this you? weekend. Yeah. An actual and then um <laughs> and then we didn't win the game. So it was pretty depressing. But we will go through that game, of course, because we are mad Broncos fans. Win or lose, rain or shine. We're going to go through the whole round, but we're going to like cut it back a bit, aren't we, Greg? We're just going to like touch in on a bit of bit of footy here and there, just the moments, because you know it's, it was such a full on weekend. We didn't get to, of course, see everything, so there's going to be what all distractions is about, of course, at the end of the show, That's and right. then all, all, of course, stick. Oh, I'll be thick, <laughs> and of course, stick around for Super Coach predictions. Our look ahead to to round seven. What is on the horizon? Let's get to it, Greg. <laughs> the mighty Broncos, the mighty Broncos. It's time the Broncos chat. <laughs> Uh, sad. Our first sad Broncos chat for the year. So that's not so sad, is it? We no, won five. Right. We've only lost one. That's right. This Look, is, that's a good thing. We we are still on top the one of the ladder. Sucks. The one <laughs> sucks. We're still top of the ladder. I think it what just let me feel so let down was that we were watching it together, and I really wanted to enjoy that, and we could have cuddled. Well, we still cuddled anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but we really we could have embraced cuddled. like that's your first win. thing we could have cuddled <laughs> we fucking cuddled <laughs> uh oh, yeah goodness. look it was three tries apiece so <laughs> bronx were right in it but probably as you said we didn't deserve that one actually no nah, it i think it would have papered over a few cracks there we would have taken the win anyone well, may i would have taken the win but <laughs> i think probably the the game against the dragons showed that we weren't really up to speed we sort of rectified that again there last mm. week and showed the right energy but yeah this week we just didn't earn it through the middle before we were trying to go sideways and score in every mm. play they were trying to use their weapons and every single one of them but weren't giving them any space we weren't getting allowed that space, through, certainly through Canberra's up and in defence. It was very good. They, they even attacked very sharp and, and got to the edges as quick as they could after they went forward. Josh Papali'i was strong. Yeah, welcome back, Josh Papali'i. Certainly made a huge difference for the Raiders team with uh, Joseph Tapane uh, out. Yeah. He um, really stood up, but that's the kind of player he is. And, you know, he's got a huge mullet, so watch out. <laughs> you know the Queensland team mullet. is going to be stacked with gross mullets this year. Yeah, absolutely. Cotter, Papali'i, Tino. Yeah, I'm sure there's more. Maybe anyway. we can do a big mullet mullet cut, chat mullet cut at Origin <laughs> Camp. We'll shave it off for charity. 
the charity could, of yeah, I, all looking better. Or they'll give everyone that doesn't have a mullet a mullet. Oh no! <laughs> and then idea. all the blues will just the blues will just be pulling on our mullets in the tackles and stuff. It's too everyone just pulls on hair. Yeah. Well, this is getting off track because we don't want to talk about the Broncos losing. Clearly, um, you were saying it just a bit before. You know, it can be seen as kind of a good thing. You know, like getting the loss after the five wins. It it can refocus you. Give you that kick up the and, butt that you, you know, need. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did wonders for the for the Panthers. You know, they they won lost their first one against us. Of course, had some huge huge victories, and then oh, they had that close one against Eels. But um, yeah, otherwise, you know, they looked very strong over tear, Canberra so. last week. Yeah, exactly. And you always knew yeah. Canberra were going to yeah. be up for the fight this week after what happened to They're them. They're going to bounce week. back after getting of course yeah, after, after getting, getting towed up. But I was just hoping we'd still have that attitude that we didn't and we got beaten. That's why I see it as a positive because we can take something out of that now. You know, the attitude wasn't quite right. So you need to be at your peak. Mm. It's a game we should have won, week. really. Every team can win this competition. I truly believe yeah. that, except for the and Tigers. And you can get beaten by every team, <laughs> <laughs> except for the Tigers. <laughs> they, well, they're playing now against the They're Eels, playing so, currently. Uh, going have also been going through a lot of adversity uh this year so yeah that'll be an interesting result i'm sure it'll be all done by the time we wrap up the podcast folks so we'll talk about that one too no doubt broncos uh where do we go from here greg there's already oh. like like it's all good is really but th that's the thing like the media's already like oh cracks are showing in the broncos. <laughs> i know troubled oh, signs this just is looking this. like last year. 24-7 <laughs> news cycle is just too frustrating for words. Uh, I don't think there's anything too much to worry about. If we have another down week next week and the week after that, that's when you start to get a little bit concerned. But you do want to see us go through periods of adversity and how we come out the other side. That is just as important as winning is because it's a long season. It's a absolute endurance race. It is not a sprint. You're going to have down periods. How do you come out the other side? I think we'll come out of it stronger. Next week, we've got the Titans uh, at the Gold Coast, which I'm not upset with yeah, at all. Right. Let's bring a real siege mentality to take it to them and beat them in their home, own home yeah, ground. They right. had a great win. So they are going to be up and about. I think it's going to be a great game. So I'm looking forward to next week. That's where our focus is. Nice. No, absolutely. I'm sure the Broncos will be looking inwards and just worrying about their own game this week, as all good clubs always say they are. That's right. That's like, uh, just before we wrap first. this chat. Yeah, exactly. That's what Kevy likes to say always too. You know, we're the Broncos, as he always says. Just before we finish up, Jordan Rapana scores two tries in the game and then gets his head split open at the end of the game. Yeah, mate, he did that deliberately. He dove in at those too. knees. <laughs> I'm blaming <laughs> he Jordan loves knees. He loves, look, whenever nah. I see Martin Tapau's knees, I just say, man, I want to run my head right into those. <laughs> I'm, I'm obviously joking. It was a, a horrible, yeah. horrible accident. <laughs> and that's exactly what it was. It was an it accident. Was. It was yes. not a punishable defense. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, a pun punishable mm -hmm. offense by the judiciary after the game they didn't even rate it as a charge it was clearly an accident no. don't understand why it was a penalty it was just a drop ball it was an accident that led to a drop ball and i'm sorry those things happen in rugby league if it wasn't for that horrendous yeah. incident and then waiting to look at it 
we wouldn't be talking about it. It just would have been a drop ball. We yeah. would, would have scored, taken it to golden point and won. But the rest <laughs> of it so. Sounds nice. is all inconsequential. That's not what happened. And I'm fine with it, but I, I just don't agree that it was a penalty. I, I think it was just an accident and play on. Mate, I've had a, I, I just got home, folks, on the plane and they gave me a little chocolate Easter egg. I had it in my pocket and it's just starts. Uh, it's a mess. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> Went to we, clean my glasses what, and it's what, covered in chocolate. Whatever. Covers clean as chocolate. About this Broncos <laughs> lost guys. Clearly. That's right. Yeah. We're, we're over on. it. Something else going on. I'm sure you're over <laughs> it too. You you made a good point though, mate, about this whole, it was an accident's happened. And I think it's kind of the chat of the round. So we'll probably actually address it more to, as the round goes on. But yeah, it's like, you know, accidents happen and then you get a charge on the field that you know, it goes on report and that you know they're not going to get charged. And you have the opposite of that too, where shit goes down the field, but then a charge gets picked up, but you never got a penalty on the field. And so you don't get the reward I, for I, it. I, it sucks. And you don't get the reward for it while it's actually happening in real time. Yep. So, yeah, I I think it, it's kind of, it's been an issue. It's definitely been an issue this round. We've seen some hip drop tackles that definitely weren't hip drop tackles. They were just mistakes. And people get punishing for it. So that's where the chat is this week. There's going to be a lot of it in the media. And why not us talk about it too? Well, there were three different endings to that Broncos chat, but this is officially over. Let's move on. Okie doke. Round six, Easter round. Let's get into it, Greg. Where do you want to start? Throw, I want to throw a dart at the round. I want to start at this uh, Knights-Warriors clash because, for me, it was my Go favourite game. I got to hear most of it actually on the radio. <laughs> so I, I had to just see yeah. it in my mind's eye. On the wireless. On the wireless. Uh, I had to see it in my mind's eye, and I'm pretty good at watching games through the radio. So I really thought that the, the attack was expansive. The score sort of dictates that it was potentially a poor defensive game, but... From what I watched back, I saw the KO Mini and it looks like it was really decent defense. It's just that the attack was sparkling and scintillating. Certainly from the Knights early, they were off to a flying start and the Warriors, as per usual, just would not go away. We've got two teams that are just dead set triers in this competition and that's my favorite game, Jake. Yeah, nice. You were saying it last week, we've got the two never back down teams. Yeah, absolutely. They against are against each other. And you said it's going to be a cracker of a game and it and it really was. And the Knights brought home the chocolates for their fans, mate. You know, their dead set would have been yep. people coming down to the game from people at the game calling them saying, mate, the Knights are playing absolutely off their tits. Get down to the match. So Get they would have dirty. just flooded the place. <laughs> They love their footy. They often sell out. Uh, you know, I'm mm, sure the place yeah, would have been jam-packed. So, yeah, I love that. Mm. I, I'm, I'm all for this year, Jake. I think there's so many teams that have got so much to be hopeful for. The Warriors and the Knights have just shown that. These could be two teams that miss out on finals because they weren't there last year, and they'd be awesome teams to miss out in the finals. And if they... Mm make the finals, that means there's other teams that have made there that don't make it because they have to bump two out. Going to be yep. some good teams that miss out. I think so. Very interesting. Only early days, though, but I think you're right. Like, these these two teams have really 
shown their true colors. Knights had a, a rocky start, but they're really gelling now. And Lockie Miller and Hastings, are, they're doing great. Warriors as well. They've just been super, they've been fighting hard. So it's been great to see them fight back. When the Warriors are doing well, then the, it's the good for the competition. Well. Couldn't agree always, with you more. Everyone's it's, always said that, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's a common phrase and it's not wrong. The Warriors are great for the competition. And I think it just means like when that, you know, we've said it time and time again, the boat rises with the tide. So as the mm. rest of the competition gets better, it just means we've got a better competition because it's so much closer. The Warriors have traditionally been down the bottom the last few years. So now that they're back yeah. around the um, top and, and competing, that's exciting. Same with the Knights. Shall we shift gears and talk about maybe the game just before it? Uh, it was the Titans versus the Dragons. It was a bit of a back and forth battle. Yeah, it was a ripping game. Mm. Wow. Let's say ripping ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ripping ending. I think I was, I, I guess I wanted to bring this one up because I was watching this one uh, on Easter Sunday afternoon, just uh, hanging out by myself almost, you know, everyone, everyone in the, I was in the, I was, I was staying at the outlaws place and everyone uh, yeah. went to their own corner of the house just for a little bit. And I was Brilliant. like, great, I'm going to put the space. footy on. And yeah, it was going back and forth. And towards the end, I saw uh, Ravalawa just score this amazing try, just like, kind of like nothing was going on and he just got up and ramped up enough speed just to be able to pounce through for it. And then Philip Sammy scored this incredible, ridiculous try too. Yeah. Where both he just wingers. like couldn't be stopped. Absolutely. He just couldn't be stopped. He was like, get out of my way. And just then he did the bow, and, the bow and arrow thing, which is like uh, some MMA fighter does that. Yeah. Adesanya. Yeah. And you know, Israel it Adesanya, he just won on the weekend. It was a brutal, brutal win too. They punch each other in the KO. face until they look like somebody else. Those guys, they're unreal. <laughs> <Mate, laughs> that, was, that was a brutal knockout yesterday. But the Dragons looked like that they'd won the game deep there. In the yeah, yeah. Ben Hunt half. scored that great ben little, that, that that great little try. around play yeah. from Jack Bird, you know, classic mm. halfback wraparound play. He's there to support, scores. He was wrapping around like a lot. Of that, he's a busy was watching him, and he's he was everywhere. He really is. Yeah, he's such a busy player. He was the yeah. one of the best players on that field there the other day, and he was mm. a part of the losing side, sadly. And he mm. was bested by none other than Toby Sexton, who really yes, the only reason he was there because there's no Kieran Foran plays uh, reserve grade all year, and he was the best on the ground. Two offloads, mm. three line break assists, a line break, a try assist, and the match-winning try, you know, a handful of run meters to go along with that and some tackles there too. He was very yep. good. He was very, very yeah, good. Almost 100 points in Supercoach too. So just Ripper. huge. Be good if he gets to play more footy. Definitely deserves it, you know, helping the team. He's shown that, the that they're at least going to have some depth there in the halves. So that's always mm. been the Titans' biggest issue. And I thought that, you know, when they bought Kieran Foran, I'm like, what happens when he goes down? You know, you're sort of papering over your massive issues there in the halves. But Toby Sexton, call up and he performed straight away. So, you know, well done. Credit where credit's due. And the Titans were, were good there. They used David Fafita very, very well. They used him... Mm. All game, and then right in the match-winning moment, they didn't. You know, they yeah. they the all, all the defense was sucked in on David, 
and he ran mm. himself and had a huge gap because of the fact that they used him the entire game. It was really well executed. They did it in the big moment. Yeah, I can't wrap him enough. It was good, good game. Good finish. <laughs> keep, keep going back. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah, they almost lost. <laughs> it was a good finish. Well yeah. done. Well done to them and uh, Toby Sexton. All right, so Cowboys Dolphins, this was a surprise. Huge shock. Sad shock for mm. a lot of Cowboys fans. They are really up against it now. They've lost yeah. another game that they probably should have won, particularly with no Jesse Bromwich. You know, that was for me the biggest indicator that the Dolphins were really going to struggle. I thought they'd try their asses off, but they just wouldn't be able to get there in the end. Yeah, not not good. And of course, you know, being in your home ground, you think that's going to assist. The Dolphins had to go up to Townsville for the very first time. And we have another rivalry born, I think. Yeah, fantastic. Cool. It's a lot of return like a lot of players, oh, two in particular, Hammer and Tommy Gilbert, both had amazing games. Ripper and they games. just come from just came from the Cowboys just last season. So yep. like the Broncos, they've took a couple of players from us or kind of more like our unwanted players that have ended up playing really well. Yeah, absolutely. Sarko, talking about you. Yeah. And then the next year, they're obviously taking our players too. So there's a rivalry. And I see another one with, with the players of Cal- ex-Cowboys players as well. Agreed. And didn't the Hammer just play the house down? Like he was there for every moment in attack, uh, did his job in defense. But the guy who really stood out and that won yeah, them the game was Jeremy Marshall King. That guy mm. is really putting his hand up as like a an elite hooker. You know, I was sort yep. just shocked that they were going to roll with Jeremy Marshall King as their hooker just because mm. I didn't think that he was part of that elite echelon. And I thought as a new club, they'd want that. They'd want a, a stalwart, strong hooker to start off their season and, and their, you know, their club. But they've gone with a not completely untried and untested, but he hasn't been given mm. a consistent crack. And now that he has, he's shown that he is part of the elite. Yeah, good on him. He's giving great service. Perhaps another Wayne Bennett masterstroke. Absolutely. His statistics line <laughs> up against Harry Grant's almost mirror perfect. Right. And that is Stop with saying. two less games with because he got got done for that um that tackle. So yeah, the Dolphins have been led really strong up front, and that's you know by yeah. that's along with Jeremy Marshall. King. That's where you see it. Yeah, that's where you see the major influence in the front. Huge. I said Asako's name earlier. He scored another hat trick. What the hell? Is I, know. I don't know. I really don't. Uh, we said it last week. We You could have picked him up. He was a potential buy. And you said, I bet you all the good teams do mm. have him. I really wish we had have taken yeah. that, our own advice and, and picked him up because he was a superstar there the other night. Well, as you've said, he probably still is a good buy. And yeah. like he is going to go up. He still hasn't gone up by the amount he's going to go up this round too. So but still, he really is shaping. Uh, he could be a keeper for the year. You just never know. Like, do the, do the Dolphins keep on going and and performing this well? Potentially, particularly knowing that 
eventually they're going to get back Sean O'Sullivan and let's hope he gets back fitter, um, fitter and faster and they get Jesse Bromwich back next week. So they're, they're putting themselves in a really good position to have a crack at it. And obviously it's a long season, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see how they're going towards the back end, but they are doing incredibly well and he's, he's a definite potential. He's on the radar. Absolutely. Well done, Dolphs. There's a couple of floggings um, in there, obviously. The, the yeah, Panthers, Panthers tailing yeah. up the Seagulls was a real non-event. The Panthers just absolutely ran away with it. They got confidence and they got uh, that, that momentum and it just could not be stopped. Yeah, there was a couple. The rest of the round, yeah, it was mainly full of some floggings. Yep. Yeah, they they were looking good. Uh, Turbo has um, was struggling with a bit of injury throughout the first half. Apparently, yeah. that led to him just not playing very well. <laughs> it's very true. He's very quiet. So, he, and he, I guess he just yeah. had to conserve his energy for other moments to actually stay. In and they the game. let in they let in five tries in that first half. Oh. So he he was able to keep them to two. You know, he's the fullback. He's the last line of defense. So yeah. when you when you get that many points scored on you, there is obviously an issue with with the fullback. Absolutely, you there's no way to be seen there in some that. parts. Yep. Yeah, you don't. If generally though, if you know Manly, if you're getting some points scored on them, they're scoring some on you too. And it certainly wasn't two way traffic, was it? No, one way. Not. Much like the, the the Storm um, Roosters game. As soon as, well, sorry, the beginning of the game was lining up brilliantly for a, a wet game. I was thinking both yep. these teams are really bringing it considering these conditions. And then Victor mm. the Inflictor loses his bloody brain again and they completely yes, lost yeah. in the game. That's where the moment the game was ruined. Um, they had to put so much effort into that next 10 minutes, especially in the wet, and they just could not come back. Cam Munster is the difference maker in that side. He's incredible. Munster, definitely huge. Coates scores three tries. Good on him. Yeah, he was nice strong. To see him putting it together. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it, they weren't just like yeah, giveaways. He actually you know, had to work for a lot of them. Yeah. Jerome Hughes coming back as well. The Stormer, the Stormer on song, right? They're singing at the moment. Yeah, they, it's we, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? Like, here we are again. We said it again. This start of this year, is this the year that the storm yeah. fall? No. <laughs> no, nope. they're two points behind us with the Panthers. Take a seat, guys. It, and a the, lot of uh, other teams. The storm demise that was predicted is uh, absolute myth and um, the juggernaut rolls mm. on. One game we haven't spoken about yet. It's Rabbitohs versus Bulldogs. Latrell's one fiftieth, and he let everybody know that he was it was his one fiftieth. Yeah, he was absolute ripper, wasn't he? He yeah always can pull out any performance whenever he wants to. We were talking about him last week, time and his run. He just had they yeah. had all the ball and they had all the momentum there the other night, so he had it easy in terms of his output in defence which made his attack the only thing he needed to concentrate all his um, effort into. And he was just there for everything. He was so strong. It mm. wasn't, you know, necessarily a 10, support. 10 performance for him, but it was a, a 9.575, yeah, sure. you know, he was <laughs> 9.75 everywhere. Yeah. 
<laughs> right in attack and, and just such a, <laughs> a brutal man to try and stop. He's an impressive human. I always get excited when he's on fire. I, I, I think NRL is richer for him in it. So I'm just hoping that these haters can just take a back seat and watch the guy play and, and let that on-field uh, performance do mm. all his talk. Yeah, absolutely. He just was there in support or found himself in space. And when he's got that space, he's just like, get out of my way. And plus <laughs> he was in the mood too. He was and the rest of the team the were, were playing well as well. Yeah. They they missed that first try from Jake Avarillo, who just burnt them down the side. That was unreal to see. But then it just became bunnies. And you know, Cameron Murray scoring first is always a good sign. Just Agreed. means everything's working. Yep. Uh, Cause he's, you know, like can sometimes be a first receiver. And if he's going over the line then that's like, well, <laughs> there's no defense. Cool. This game's ours. So yeah, they went on, didn't they? Mitchell scores the, tr- the hat trick and Graham gets the last three tries as well. Three <laughs> tries to finish the Why game. Why not? He'll... Let's give out hat- double hat tricks. <laughs> Absolutely. He just put his name up in the lights. He will hundred percent get a, a backline spot for the blues They've been dying to pick this kid, and they absolutely will now. Um, no Fox means that there's mm. a, a backline position yeah. open there. and That's well said, Greg. Yeah, You'd have Fox to think they find a spot for Campbell went. Graham. Mm. Probably just takes the wing spot. In would, that, so I think, think so. I saw that too. I saw that too online today. Oh, really? Paul oh, yeah. car, not good to see because we would have loved to have seen him – Oh, well, we don't go for the Blues, so nah. whatever. No, but, nah, you know, we Honestly, wish him all the best care. for his season with the Bulldogs. <laughs> yeah, I just want him to, to, to get uh, come good again so he can get back playing club football. Let's hope he's not there because exactly. he is, he's a terror. He's strong. He does everything mm. you need of a winger, particularly in origin, so I don't want him to be there. <laughs> Sorry. No. Sorry, Josh Edeka. But Campbell Grahams also seems to be uh, becoming... More of a Quite a handful. Than was before too. So Quite a handful, absolutely. Yeah, either way, uh, doesn't spell good news for us. But uh, yeah, well done, Rabbitohs, scoring fifty points, highest score of the round. Well done. All right, it's time for the rest of this round's predictions and a look ahead to round seven. Currently, West Tigers, Eels. It's just ticked over to the second half, hasn't it, Greg? 18-6. It has. It has. Uh, Going as predicted at the moment, this is how I saw this game going. I can't see Tigers doing anything until they get some sort of cohesion, and you're not going to get cohesion if you keep changing your team every week. You know, Eels need the win just as much as the Tigers do. Actually, you know, the Tigers need it more. But (laughs) Eels would also like to get another win because... Uh, they've only won one and they need to win another because they're in second last at the moment. <laughs> so, it's unbelievable, really, yeah, particularly with the they games definitely they like play. To have that change. Yeah, they they you know, they've been very good. Um, so they yeah, they'd be very sad with the um with the results. You know what? I mm. thought I tipped the Knights yesterday. I didn't. I tipped the Warriors. That's annoying. Bow, bow. Yeah, so well, so far. What I have... are you going to do for round seven then? What's going on with the Knights next week, mate? Panthers, yeah. you won't be picking them. <laughs> I will not be picking them. I'll absolutely be picking the Panthers. I'll go from top to bottom. I'll go for... Please do. Dolphs, Rabbitohs. 
the um the bunnies to continue on their winning ways against mm-hmm. the dolphins even though i do think the dolphins will be up for the fight i just think that the south should still have some energy from that last week uh 150 with trail um yep. sharks to space. beat the roosters in an absolute belt of a game cannot believe that is the six o'clock game except for the fact that the Next game is um Manly mm. versus Melbourne, which again should be a belter, but I'm I'm taking old rivals Melbourne to beat Manly, even though sure. it's in, in um Brookvale. Yep. Cows four points. Cows have <laughs> to win against the Warriors, but I'm sorry, Cows. I'm gonna have to tip the Warriors and I hope that I'm wrong because I want the Cows to get something back. But um the Warriors I think will be too good at home. Okay. Penrith will yeah, definitely, I mean, definitely be. beat the Warriors. Uh, sorry, the Knights. But the Knights but. will put together a try-hard performance because just that's just who they are. What if they beat Panthers at their home they're ground? A, or do they not, not their genuine, home ground, at the Knights' home ground? Yeah, that, then they're mm. a genuine uh, threat for a top eight berth, and that, that mm. would be awesome for the competition. Mm. That's a, I think that's one to watch, definitely. Titans, Bronx, another one to watch, of course. Broncos, obviously, and I hope we just do it strong. I think that this will be a good game, so I'm hoping both teams bring it and we can just match their energy and and lift over the end again and and show that we are by far the class inside. Be the final Queensland team for us to play. That's true. We play the other two. That's true. (laughs) Well, bring them on. They're obviously my favourite. Um, Canberra, Canberra should beat the Dragons, but geez, mm. just what Canberra side is going to turn up? You don't know. They are dead set Jekyll and Hyde, and then the same goes with Parramatta. You'd mm. think Parramatta would do a Canterbury, but the Bulldogs have been pulling it out. I think that their depth is just being tested at the moment. So Parramatta over the Dogs for me. And is there any odds on if the Tigers are going to win their buy or not? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I reckon it's about a dollar ninety a piece to be honest. There. I think either yeah, team there's good money in that win there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd take either the way. buy I'd take the buy with the start if you can. <laughs> if, how about if they'll have the buy, but they'll muck up on the weekend? They'll be in the news. So <laughs> they'll somehow yeah. find their way into the into rugby league news irregardless of them having a week off. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, sorry, Tigers fans. If any are listening, probably not. All right. Thanks, Greg. Great. No, great no stuff. problem. Uh, and look, no I tell you what, if you're looking for some anytime try scorers, mm. just don't walk past Tabuai Fado. That guy scores absolutely every week. Mm. You can Dominic s- Young's. Yeah, you can see Dom Young jag and one against the Penrith Panthers just because. He's Dominic Young and Reese yeah. Walsh has to get on the board against the Titans. He'd be desperate. He'd, he'd be hungry for another try in those Broncos colors. He really would. Just needs to do the try assists first and then his try will come. Yep. All righty. Thank you for that, Greg. That was the round look ahead of round seven. Let's get into the rest of the show. Super coach Dylan Edwards. Dylan Edwards, and wasn't he on fire? He or certainly was. He's so good. He, 
just call it like four tries. Yeah, four like, tries. We didn't like call it out in the game. We're just no, like, he, yeah, he scored <laughs> four tries. He was, yeah, he yeah, just he could not four. stop scoring. The first try wasn't fair though. The first try was not even a first grade standard uh, defensive effort there from Olakwatu. I couldn't believe he let that try go through there. They had the numbers and, yeah, I don't know, he was just a dead set turnstile. I don't know what was happening, but he was not ready to play mm. and they just went straight through him. It was just poor. He's been really good too and even a great, well, I was talking super coach. He's been a great super coach player, but certainly didn't feature this week. We had many other players, though, score over the ton. 12 to be exact at this stage. Unless wow. the Eels go, no wonder go everyone else go crazy. did so well and I suck so bad. Yeah, there's going to be some monster scores this week because, like, yeah, it was it's insane. So Nathan Cleary, 150. Latrell Mitchell, 146. Campbell Graham, 145. Cody Walker, see a theme here, Panthers, Bunnies. <laughs> 132 for Cody. Hammer and then a Sarko then. So two, two Dolphs as well. So, mm. you know. Just obviously teams that were winning. Cam Munster, 114. Probably need to, you know, we've all been wondering who the standout 5'8 is. Uh, I think it's Cam Munster. Duh. Yeah, but cool. for Supercoach, yeah. uh, probably if you had him, um, he'd be loving that. Yeah, Cody Walker's a bit of a sneaky, sneaky one too. He's very cheap. He's bottomed out. Well, he actually didn't lose a whole heap of money anyway. But at 571, Cody Walker's a sneaky one too. But yeah, plenty of other players scoring huge points. Go check them out yourself. I can't read them all out, folks. Mitch Moses says he's on 89 at the moment. Could yeah. be on his way to a ton. Yeah, he's been on fire. He's set up three tries so far that I've seen. He um, has had his hands over all the kicking. <laughs> had his feet all over the kicking, I suppose. Uh, yeah. Well, he's got to touch the ball before he kicks it. So yeah. He's, he's been very, it. very involved and very good. <laughs> Very, very good. Very amazing um, vocabulary there, Greg. Well done. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you like fat Thanks. Thanks. Mate, Thanks. Thanks, trades last week. I traded in Maju, Maju. for Hammer. Now, obviously, um, that's that's not good because Hammer scored a whole nah, heap of points. Not doing, not doing that one. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Maju was, was the target that everyone was after because he had a huge negative break even and is going to make a hundred grand this week. So that's good. But also if you held on hammer, then that would have also been good. So pros and cons in that one. I held, I held the hammer. I'm, I'm happy with you, that. You held hammer. Yeah. My only one that did anything. I'm really falling victim to not spending any money on my winger and center three quarters. Take us I'm through the heartbreak, Greg. Going to have to do something about it, Jake, because I've got, Tyrell Sloan there sucking up a storm on 17 points. I've got mm-hmm. Garrick, who I just am so thankful I chose him over Miller every day uh, with eight. Tom <laughs> Pereira got a little benchy spot there thinking he might score a try. He got 16. And then yeah. I got a really poor score with Taruva getting 32, considering he was part of a Panthers back line that, that just kept scoring all over the place. So I need to spend some money in my center and wing and position and try to get some points out of it because Hammer's the only one that's not sucking. Probably just stop listening to me, I'd say, because I put you <laughs> on to Sloan and Gary. Uh, these things happen, <laughs> Jake. We make our own decisions Look, in life. You, 
That's correct. These Take advice and you make your own decisions in life. Well, on the weekend, we we ride or die together with Reese Walsh because I was going to captain Payne Haas, which wouldn't have been bad. But then also, but Reese Walsh did end up outscoring him, and you were like, "Oh no, put put on Reese Walsh. He's got way better upside, and he certainly does." So definitely made my score better. So thank you for that. That was and particularly that was on a quiet too. night for Brisbane Broncos. He, he scored him. quite well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's actually that's actually a really good indication that. Um, you know, by the end of the 80 minutes, he, he should have a, a decent score under his belt. He does Agreed. get involved. And if we're not winning, he's going to try to get involved and make things happen as well. So, yep. which is great. Glad he's not a passenger. I'm glad he's been the star, standout star that he is. Broncos chat, what up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, we interrupted my trades before with um, your, um, you know, the disaster that's going on in your back line. But, I also brought in Hosking for Hopgood. So another very boring trade that everyone else did also. And again, huge negative break even for Hosking and should make me a ton of money. But but Hopgood um, ended up starting this week, didn't he? Yeah, he certainly did. He, he snuck on to the, the starting lineup. I'm not entirely sure whether or not it was for Bryce Cartwright, but I, I think it was. And then Bryce Cartwright just happened to get onto the field early enough to, to get on there and jag a try. Uh, that is a little sneaky trade I I made to maybe win one of my matchups was we both had Hopgood, the only player that we had left each. So I just flipped Hopgood to Cartwright with one trade. And so far, it's going okay. I'm really interested to watch how this plays out. Could have won myself the match. Oh, can't wait to hear the Come update on, on that huh? one. Come on, come on, Cartwright, the Cardi Party. Please, yep, give please. Us, bring, help Greg bring home the one chocolates, score, as, as we say. Bring home the chocolates one for me, Cardi. Bloody oath, hey. So, of course, we're going to have some targets next week, and we're going to have some plays that we want to get rid of. Flick, flickeroo. Got so any far, idea what that might be? Pretty yep, early. So days. far, I'm I'm targeting Greg Marzu and no other trades that I'm going to target as yet. I like the idea of having Marzu in my side. I think he's going to get heavily involved, and I can't see the Knights going away. They've still got Ponga to come back in there. Don't know where they're going to squeeze him in. They'll find a spot. And Marzu is a really solid winger. Mm-hmm. He is solid. He's got a lot of a lot of meat on him. Maybe Taruva. Maybe it's time for Taruva to go for me. I don't know. Maybe my 5-8 position. We've got Josh Schuster can't seem to get on the field, and Katoa. He's also very involved. I mean, he definitely got to try assist the other night, but he only got 34. So his game, I guess, doesn't favor super coach. So probably need to move him on at some stage. And even my my dude, Paddy Carrigan, God, he, he's he's been doing amazing things for the Bronx, but it's obviously he's just organizing. He's Mr. Organizer, telling he's too busy being friggin' amazing, mic'd up, telling how the the Bronx how to how to play be how to play the game pretty much. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh what's that? You can't you you're too tired to think. I'll tell you what to do, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we rap Patty, but well, we rap him every week, but that after watching that mic'd up, it was it was pretty sweet. It's and special, isn't it? Just, I he's a, he's a special player. He's a special he's born leader. Yep. And he got thrust into that. We've spoken about it, but he got thrust into the Broncos team and even was their captain for a bit at such a young age and they were losing every bloody week. So he's just 
been through adversity. He's, he's a steeled player now, and he will be captain for Bronx again. Absolutely. And why not Queensland and, and Australia at some stage too? Absolutely. Certainly will. Broncos chat everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's our team, guys, so you're going to hear about him. But I'm pretty sure that's it for Super Coach Chat. Uh, best of luck. I hope you cracked some amazing score this week. Distractions, distractions. commitments. Opening in movie world 2025. <laughs> <laughs> yes, call back from last week. Stupid how off rails this gets towards the end, Greg. I'll kick off distractions this week. How about that? Why not? How about that? Catch how about outside. that? Catch my ass out. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I came up to visit just, just on the weekend. Quick trip, but I got to see you on Saturday. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was ripper, and wasn't it? You put on uh, an amazing day for me. Thank you so much. Oh, our pleasure. It was great to see you. I'm glad we could put it all together for you. Bronx couldn't win the game for us, though. Uh, assholes? That's what I'm saying. Like, God, guys. Hey. Just give well, us do that you understand last how many likes I do on your Instagram page? Exactly. Fuck. That would have finished <laughs> off the night perfectly. It would have made for an yeah. amazing day. Oh, we, we would have been party central. Yeah. Uh, but instead, instead, we were intensely watching on your couch at the edge, edge of the seats. Getting and, upset. Uh, yeah. Getting upset. <laughs> and yeah. pretty much just like talking about other shit because we weren't going to win. Yeah. But um, it was really great. Thank you so much. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Can't thank you enough. And then, of course, you move on to Easter Sunday, and that's, that's family, isn't it? So, Absolutely, um, yeah. Got to, got to hang out with Jackie's fam um, and just enjoying like, a really, really cruisy um, Easter lunch, brunch. It was it was was lunchtime, but I just you know being from Melbourne just went straight to the brunch menu because we just love we love eating breakfast. Yeah, fair enough too. Absolutely, who <laughs> doesn't? I'd already had breakfast too. I'd already had eggs and I ordered like eggs and bacon and dash browns again. <laughs> Round they, two. They got so many good <laughs> breakfast brunch options in Melbourne and they're all delicious and they, they mm. generally have something sort of different going on. So I like it. Yeah. No, it's good. Thank you. Well, this was of course up in up in Queensland though. So Oh, of course. Thank you, Queens- <laughs> thank you Queensland. For... You win. Yeah, you win, you win, you win again. Uh yeah, so you know, got to um, do that with the fam and that was fantastic. So for once, my distractions aren't consumed by television. <laughs> I did manage to watch a little, but but yeah, nothing nothing worth a huge mention. So thank you uh, to you again and to the family for making me get out of the house and not just be watching television. So thanks, guys. <laughs> Greg's distractions, his distractions. Go, Greg. I like it. My distractions were your distractions. End of. Uh, <laughs> they were. Yeah, done. Guts, that was quick. That was Family, good. friends. No, we, we had a really busy, great jam-packed Easter weekend. The Good Friday we spent with Alana's parents, and that was lovely. Had a beautiful lunch there and then hang out, and uh, Ken did a little uh, Easter hunt around the house. 
Mate, Easter hunts are just the best for kids. They mm-hmm. thrive on them, and I love watching them happen. That that was excellent. The Saturday was then spent with friends and and hanging out with you guys, and we absolutely loved it. Yeah, beautiful to have things out on that deck and and in that awesome mm-hmm, new kitchen. Mm-hmm. I love entertaining now. It's an absolute pleasure. Uh, and it was so good to have you down, Jake. We love you. You and you and Jack, you're our favorite people. So it's great to see you Sunday. Thanks, bud. Likewise. Well, Sunday was just mum and dad and, and mm. Sammy and John and, and their kids, Patty and Joshy. They did another Easter hunt with uh, Ken. EB had left his stuff around and, and even left some clues for Ken. So uh, she bounced around and, and got all those. Then we did one at Coochie for all the boys and Ken, and it's awesome watching them run around. They like follow each other. They never split yeah. off in different directions and try and yeah. suss it out yeah. themselves because it's <laughs> all just there's three of each thing at each station. So I said next year maybe we should send them down one at a time, and then um you know just getting to see them fly around like moths together. And mm. we just spent like three hours down at the beach. It was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it's great. great weather. The kids just hung around and, and played with creatures and picked stuff off of the beach for an hour and a half. And then we went and played some beach yep. cricket for about another hour and a half. It was just a beautiful afternoon. Great. Yeah, weekend. that was your message. Your message was like, oh, just hanging out at the beach playing cricket and, and with creatures. And I was like, okay, creatures is very good. <laughs> I'm, big, I'm big on um getting the kids into nature around Coochie because there's so many things that you can yeah. get get your hands on and get involved we in. We used to do it. You used, used to do it flaps. with us. Absolutely. You take I, us to the down to the mud flaps and teach just, it, yeah, teach it all like, about all right. You would, you would yep. teach us the way of the land. You'd be like, all right, we're going down to the mud flaps. I was like, and honestly, initially I was like, what for? <laughs> yeah, I know, because <laughs> it doesn't look like much is going on there. But then when you walk around and you see the wildlife and, and what's happening in the ecosystem, it's brilliant. And you teach the kids about how important it is. It is. You know, they all, all wanted to take something away. And I was like, no, 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 these things are crucial to the ecosystem. Put it back. Don't destroy mm. what you came to enjoy. Just Enjoy it while you're here and and leave it there and it will be there for futures to come. Um, It's Mm. good and important to teach kids that. So I really enjoyed that. And then I just dominated beach cricket. So happy days. I just dominated. Yeah. Yeah. Against the kids. All right, me versus (laughs) you kids. <laughs> Pretty much, that's my life. The ball. I, ca- I can't beat any adults, but I that's can beat the shit out it. of kids. <laughs> at sports, uh, asterisks at sports. Oh, and then my <laughs> one final distraction, uh, yeah, at sports. Mm. And one final distraction was uh, the that. Masters. There's the other sport that oh, I watched. The Masters. It was a really weird one. There was a heap of poor weather to start off the uh, first three days yeah. and, you know, delays and rounds getting pushed back and, you know, the third round and fourth round being played or on the, the last day. They had to start earlier. Mm. Um, you know, it was... Um, trees falling on people. Tr- trees almost. almost falling on people. It was mental. And it was a mental sort of result. I lost a little bit of interest because none of the Aussies were up there and that's who I was all over. I'm disappointed. I'm hoping Cam Smith hasn't lost that hunger because he's got that 160 mil. 
Hope he's still got some majors left in him. Um, Jason Day was flying and then faltered late. Yeah. And Adam Scott was also doing well and then faltered late. So that really lost interest for me. But John Rahm uh, really turned it around there at the end. He turned a, a four-shot deficit at the um, at the turn of the, the third into the fourth into a four-shot lead about halfway through the fourth. So he really turned it around quickly and, and Kepka sort of fell apart. The PGA will be stoked because at least one of their players wins and not a live player. Phil Mickelson, the live giant um, personality, you'd say, he had the best day, so he would have loved to, to stick that up their noses. He shot a seven under, <laughs> uh, so that was pretty impressive, particularly at 52 years of age. But, yeah, PGA was a mm. real winner out of that one. It's just such a beautiful yeah, course. I love watching the Masters. It's it'd be something that's on a bucket list for me. I'd love to go there one day. Yeah, Ripper. But that's well, my distractions, um, Jake. You've just jumped in a bit of other oh, sports and <laughs> distractions. I see what you did there. Yeah. All right. Well, perfect place to uh, wrap it up. Let's do it. Well, it's the end of the couch commentator. Now it's time to say see you later. That's right. Now it's time to say see you later. Yo, come back now, you hear? Yeehaw. <laughs> I don't know. There's a buck at the end. Yeah, there, right? oh, a little dog just came into your house. You gotta watch those yeah, cats and that dog, dog around, mate. Watch out. I know. Dangerous. Can't go meow at the end. That's just weird. Someone barks. They're like, oh, that was, that was, woo. You got me. Oh, could be, could Thank be. Thank you the... so much, Kelchies. Thanks for, thanks for coming. Nice. Thanks for coming, Jay. <laughs> thanks for coming down for a beautiful weekend. Yeah. Thanks for uh, um, anyway. doing the episode with me. And thank you, Couchies, for hanging out with us again. Oh, you've wrapped it all up perfectly, Greg. That's right. Uh, no, it was my pleasure, mate. Lovely to come up to Brizzy and see you and the gang and the fam. Bring thank you so much, Couchies. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, it's uh, the chocolate's almost finished. Um, but you probably should have kept some aside because if you've eaten them all now, you'd be bloody sick. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the couchies, it is time to say goodbye. Thank you so much for stopping by and listening to episode 66. Uh, we, of course, will return for the couch commentator will return for episode 67. And um, make sure you tell your friends and your foes about the couch. We want to grow the couch as much as possible. So please spread the love. Tell, tell a Broncos fan for sure. To, to wrap their life in gear around the pod. Thank you, Greg. It's been a blast.